If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Justin, why don't you let us know who's here real quick, and then let's uh, let's fire this fucker up. Hey, yeah, I've been meaning to get these guys on. Uh, my my good buddies and trainers uh, from the gym that I've been working at, and uh, I have all the admiration for these guys. These are uh, three of the the guys that I looked up to as I was coming in, and they're all kind of like the same age range. We got like uh, the same amount of experience behind us. They all kind of have elite, their all the elite guys, all their kind of different specialties about them. Very unique. Um, Anyway, we have uh, uh, Mitch, we got Dennis, we got Neil from Stick Mobility, and they're here to kind of break it down for us and, and let us know, uh, you know, what that's all about and how it all got started and, uh, you know, how people can benefit from this. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, just introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, we'll start with Mitch and tell us a little bit about your background and, uh, you know, I know he's a sports trainer and everything, and that's kind of like one of the main focuses, but... Uh, you know, if you want to add anything. How, well, how long have you been doing it for, Boa? Uh, so I've been in the business for, this is my 20th year. Nice. So going on, I've been a fitness director. You know, I taught certification courses for uh, National College of uh, Exercise Professionals. I mostly, like Justin said, I mostly train athletes. Um, so mostly I'm all about human performance. Get movement down, move better, get quality, efficiency, and then helping people with injuries. So getting them back to performance. I've kind of been in that whole realm, you know, I've done everything at the gym, but I get tired and bored of that shit and kind of want to work with the athletes and get to more of a high performance side. That's the fun right. shit, right? It's the well, fun shit. 20, 20 years. Uh, did you, did you work at a lot of different facilities? What store did you start? Like kind of started like most people at good old 24 hour fitness. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. 24 we hour fitness. That, right? that was us. Me, me, Adam, no, and you, you and then Salinas. Wait, Salinas. Neil, you're at Bally's. Who's the FM when you were Bally's. Do you remember? Do you remember who the, Rudy, 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 Rudy. I forget his last name. I went to high school with him. And I'm trying to think who went, who was going through there around that I was time. there pretty quick, and then I moved to Long Beach to go to college, and then so I trained at the Long Beach Sport. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. And uh, You played baseball? Played baseball. Mm -hmm. So sports got me into this side, and then me being injured, going through physical therapy, some surgeries. Uh, I was going to be a physical therapist, but realized it can be pretty boring. And most of our world is like, wait till you're fucked up, wait till you get hurt, and then let's try to do something. So let's be a little bit more proactive. So I went on the other side and try to get to people first so they don't get hurt, they don't get screwed up, and, and you know, just get rock and get to the performance. Nice. Right. And uh, Dennis, tell us a little bit about your background, dude. Um, I've been in the industry 16 years. I started in 99, um, moved out here in 97 from Buffalo, New York. So 24-hour uh, fitness, of course. Wow. Wow, everybody, there. huh? Uh, it was about two months after I was there that I realized, okay, I got to get the hell out of this place. <laughs> uh, so I was fortunate enough to uh, have an acquaintance who knew somebody that owned a private studio. And uh, uh, she, she, she set me up with an interview. Didn't really think that the guy was going to bring me on because I'm like, well, I've only been doing this for a couple months. But uh, he was like, no, actually, you're the type of trainer that I want to see because I can mold you and teach you what you really need to know so i was fortunate enough to uh get into a situation like that and then um broke off from there after a few years and uh did he mentor he used a he right did he mentor yes. you the whole time yes yes um and and he gave me a lot of business advice so uh very business savvy guy um so then uh breaking off on my own having my own facility for a few years and then uh that partnership with that business partner went south 
unfortunately, you know, um, that could have been a huge thing, but, uh, things are what they are, you know? So then, um, just, uh, bouncing from, you know, spending three or four years at a facility from here and there, and then, uh, meeting up with these guys and, uh, they're good guys, you know? Uh, excellent to be around and to work with, and and you guys. So how long ago did you guys? You guys all met at NorCal, right? That's where you guys all. No, no, over at uh, Ray's Built Tough. Oh, that's where you guys met. At Ray's. So okay. seven years, uh, yeah, about seven. Because you guys do a lot years. of bodybuilding too. Oh, you know, oh, all, all, all three of you guys are real fucking big huge into the bodybuilding <laughs> world. I mean, if you see these guys right now, yeah. they're like, yeah, they're monsters. Shirts are exploding. <laughs> yeah, I told them to put their shirts on before they got in here. It's ridiculous. I do feel a little outnumbered today. <laughs> yes. I do, I do feel, oh, I do coming feel, after you, son. We are not going to talk about any training right now when it comes to me right now. I don't, don't want to get Put Adam in a triple tag team here. Yeah, no. Fuck yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but Dennis, I see you doing some cool stuff. Like, I... Uh, you have a little bit of like uh, what do they call it animal type movement uh, oh, animal yeah. type movements I like no it. seriously though no the yeah. an, uh, animal flow system animal flow that's right a uh, lot of just body body movements uh-huh. body mobility drills okay hold on you um, got you got to what, what explain that's that. what I mean I want you to yeah, get that's into that's foreign to me so tell me explain that to me that's uh, animal flow it's called movements, animal yeah movements out of crawl pattern crab position there's uh, actually like a, a term for that. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know. So you know. Uh, there's different. Uh, you got. I know um, it's not with biceps and. You know. <laughs> well, is it is it actually like a certification for that? Yeah. Even oh too? yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no oh, yeah. shit! Yeah. So no animal shit. flow certification. Uh, Scott's on and teaches m- movements like that, um, and uh, they're good to have. You know, uh, for me being used to working in that bodybuilding environment, as far as my lifting personally. Um, with old injuries, uh, just realizing that you keep getting hurt. Well, something's got to change. Either I've got to cha- change my training modality, uh, or else this is just going to keep going over and over and over yeah. again. So, uh, getting more into that, balancing that aspect of of retaining strength but keeping mobility uh, is walking that fine line. Not yep. trying to be hypermobile uh, because I don't want to lose that strength aspect. In, in that uh, in that aspect so um, it's just something I really enjoyed watching at first and yeah. then I was like okay well let me check it out Se- seems like something that you you could probably utilize too with like uh, training MMA fighters and stuff I would think huh? where you're a lot of mm-hmm. where you're changing levels a lot I would mm-hmm. think getting up from the ground work and yeah, yeah, yeah for sure so then uh, and most of my clientele is north of 45 50 years of age yeah, so it's really just about their movement. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So when you get these people, when you know, get clients to come in and they're just, they're just in full flexion, and it's just like, okay, let's get you into yeah. some extension. Let's open here. you up. Let's open you up. Hey Neil, so yeah, I I know Neil like uh, does a lot of rock climbing and and all kinds of ninja moves. Which and can crazy I point out? Shit, you can dude. tell by his handshake. Yesterday, yeah, he, yesterday he's was got the first some ridiculous. <laughs> yesterday was the first first time he uh, I, him and I like uh, formally introduced. He introduced himself to me and uh, taught me some stick moves yesterday. And the, that was the very first thing I said to Justin when he walked to us. I was like, bro, dude's got some fucking paws on <laughs> He's like, his paws are like twice my He's size. And if you one, saw us in person, I'm like twice his size. So it's like, shit. yeah, no, yeah. you could, I'm sure you, I knew right away. He was probably, he has to be great at climbing. Right. I, I call yeah. him the Filipino Tarzan. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yep. He does. He's got these mittens on him, bro, that are no joke. <laughs> I know. I'm still yeah. waiting for an invite on Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it, bro. I bet you'd be pretty badass at it for sure. I would do it, man, but I don't want to wait in line for five or six days <laughs> and then fail on the first one. Too. Yeah, you'd be awesome at Ninja Warrior, I would feel. 
We've been trying to get them for Dude. a few years to get on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw a stick mobility logo on your on your back and yeah, hop out there. Yeah, we actually just well, we we just uh, interviewed David Campbell. Can I say that? Doug? Oh, did you really? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hear his episode yet. But. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we haven't released it yet, but um, we yeah, all, we have all the inside information. We have all the inside information. The yeah. Ninja Warrior grandfather. Huh? That's the guy. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, he's yeah. badass. Yeah. Yeah. He is badass. Doesn't he have guys, a place yeah. in Santa Cruz? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 His brother, I guess, uh, owned it and uh, sold it, I believe. And so now he's kind of like, you know, waiting, waiting to either create his own or, you know, train outside. And like you, he has them oddly sized hands compared to the rest we of his body. We noticed that too. right away. His, his, yeah. uh, his forearms were bigger than his biceps. It was a trip, dude. Oh, yeah. he, literally, his <laughs> forearms were bigger than his biceps. I don't think I'd ever seen that before until I met that guy, too. That was pretty wild. That's right. So take me through, like, I, I went through one of your guys' classes, and I got to say, like, it it was really, it was a really unique spin on yoga. And, and I wouldn't even say yoga because you guys, you guys call it mobility. Now, why why is it that you guys call it mobility and not yoga? Uh, it, because it's, unlike yoga, you know, people don't take yoga because the first thing you hear is, I can't do it. I can't get into these positions. I can't stand on one leg. Uh, so with the stick mobility, it gives you the leverage. It gives you the stabilization, uh, and the fascial activation, uh, the muscle tension is fantastic. I mean, it's just something that when we took the f- workshop the first time, uh, literally after the first hour, the three of us were like, "You got to be kidding me! This is insane!" Yeah, um, it was just a physical and mental reaction that none of us had ever experienced in any modality that we've done. Mm-hmm. So we knew right away, we're like, this is something that's just got to get out. Yeah. There. Where's this now, been? Now, yeah. is, is there, uh, is there, is there levels of progression in it? Like, um, Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I, everything has a level of progression yeah. and regression. So it, that's the good thing. Like yoga, you limit people, animal flow, you limit people. Yeah. Every modality out there is limiting people, but with with stick mobility, we don't limit anybody. We don't leave anybody out. So we got little youngsters all the way to you know mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa. Which is why I was very curious um, because the stick's going to aid that stability, aid in activation. We get leverage. You can find a position and a movement for everyone to do. So that that's the awesome part. And and then you know for guys or big manly guys, they might think yoga's kind of pussy. And oh, I'm not ever going to do yoga. I'm not yeah. going to do that shit. Yeah. Well, you know, you put a stick in your hand, you can still be badass. <laughs> well, you actually say that, but it's kind of funny. I kind of felt that way because I, I, uh, I've done yoga before, which I'm, I'm just, I'm, not, I'm not, not a fan because it's, I don't think it's super beneficial. I'm just not a big fan of the whole. Yeah, the whole yeah. process. Is yeah, like, but I, I could totally get into the stick thing. You know what I'm saying? I was just, it does feel more masculine. It does right, feel right. more. Um, I don't know, almost like uh, because it is You're I am, wielding a, a, a it, sword or a weapon or it, something. It right? does. <laughs> it, it does. It has a different uh, feel to it for sure. I think part of that, too, is is the good thing with the stick is that you get the intrinsic cues. You get internal feedback where nothing else really gives you that much. You can get in yoga pose and be like, I don't know what I feel. Am I mm-hmm. there? Is it good? Or I just look stupid right now. Um, or you can't get into the damn position because you got all these little skinny people that are super hypermobile and they're like Gumby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so now with this, it's like, oh, I don't have to say nothing or you don't have to give a cue. You just feel it. And right. when you get that feeling inside, you're kind of like, holy shit. 
I just woke something up in there. You know, I haven't felt <laughs> right. those muscles Something's maybe engaged. ever. Something's engaged, whether you know it or not. Yeah. If, you know, we know what's going on or understand the body, but for the average person that doesn't understand anything, they yeah. still feel it. They're like, damn. Well, I thought I didn't the know most, I had those muscles. Yeah, I thought the most interesting part when I was uh, going through it was not just the the flexibility aspect of it, which was awesome. It was like so easy to get into a position and then really drive that that leverage point to kind of adjust your body into it. So I actually have like a reference point now where I'm like, oh, okay, now I can kind of push off of this and then and right. adjust and yes. alter my body to it. But also like the the core activation. So there was some of those techniques like. Uh, you know, I have my own way of, of teaching that to, to clients and I know every other trainer does cause sure. it's an important facet of what we try and teach. But, uh, this provides like another tool to really, you know, show people, Hey, this is how you get these muscles involved. And this is how you support your spine and movement and how you get more muscles involved in movement. Really? Yes, exactly. Uh, the, the amazing thing is, is when people are doing it, you see it in their face. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the expression, the way they're, they engage, you're like, oh, we got you. It's the wow you know, factor. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And other modalities, you just don't get that. Yeah. People go, oh, that's cool. I like it. But when you watch people do stick mobility and they get into a position and they just go, yeah. Oh, oh, my oh, when Justin did the class, you know, I thought he was jerking off or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Making all the noises, yeah. you well, know, getting into it and feeling it. Yeah. You should see me in the bedroom. It's a little more <laughs> loud. You know, and we always get that. You get you get people and we do a pose and in a class of like fifteen to eighteen people, all of a sudden you hear ten people just go, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? And you're like, Yeah, release. we got it. you know, and that yeah. was excellent. It's like yeah. simultaneous sometimes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now, is, yeah. so is this how you guys have it set up right now? Right now, you guys teach it in a class setting where you guys will invite. Do you have a certain amount that you only want in there? Is I mean, what's uh, right now? Big... The classes are limited to a max of twenty. Okay. Um, right, we've all integrated it into our own training programs with our clients with small group and personal one on ones. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do like having that at least once a week. The the big class size. Yeah, it's it's hard not to like use it after you after you learn it right like it's one of those things i honestly feel like it's it's just like when i started foam rolling more often and more frequently with my clients it's just it's something you're not gonna like forget about it and and you're immediately gonna kind of adopt it into your program well i almost see it uh you know if you're somebody who utilizes your your standard dynamic flexibility i would see like you would pretty much replace that unless i mean i don't right i mean i would it definitely th- can yeah or you can use it in combination like yeah. my athletes they might they're going to do a, a combination of both okay so we still might go through that dynamic flexibility movement prep and then get to some stick to add to it or add just go straight to activation activate movement patterns okay then get into our you know our base of our workout or we might activate a movement, then lock it down with another modality, a kettlebell, a club bell, a mace bell, something mm-hmm. like that, and add strength to it. Then go right into power on that same movement. So now you locked it down. You go back out. You know, my pitchers are throwing harder. Yeah, someone's gonna hit harder for MMA. Whatever it is, you just you 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 know you map it to that particular person and what they do with their body or their sport and a movement pattern. Now, have you have you guys seen um, a, a specific type? And I know it helps all everybody uh, for sure. But do you do you seem to, uh, to notice like a, a, a bigger difference with like maybe a certain athlete or a certain elder elderly people or somebody who's young enough? Do you notice like it really really benefits or helps somebody out or a certain genre of people or everybody gets really? 
everybody, but yeah, Neil all my golfers golfers. that I train. Okay. All I of them hit it further. Yeah. And then their backs are just healthier too. So, you know, if their backs are healthy, they could play more. Oh, wow. Very I've cool. seen some unique stretches too. Like now, are most of these adopted? I know you guys have worked with, is it Dr. Fagenholtz? Is Dr. that his name? Fagenholtz. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I know he, he's developed a lot of these stretches, I, I'm assuming. And I know that you guys have then going through this, you saw a way to then kind of adopt this more into fitness and like how this applies to athletes and how this kind of right. can expand. And so like Neil, like I know that with golfing, like I've seen you do some really interesting things with your clients as far as like, you know, dynamic stretches. Like, is that something that you thought about going through it and then sort of just yeah, came up with that? Or Cause you can take the stick and you can go through similar golf motions. Mm-hmm. So, but then, you know, when you apply that force and that leverage, you just you open everything up. So now people can get in a good backswing and now they have more power. So uh, that's cool. So we've taken some of his fundamentals and then just applied it to different sports. Yeah. Basically, we took Dr. Fagenholt's principles, you know, the basics of it all. And, and then we still use a lot of his stuff, but now we've just expanded into mm-hmm. our world. We're helping bring it into the fitness world, into the athletic world. Um, you know, combined just with our expertise and, and, and knowledge of the human body and, and dynamic movement. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. of real, real anatomy. So functional anatomy where it's not just, you know, sit on a machine and uh, right. uh, uh, uh. Yeah. like take it into a movement pattern and how the body really works. Because now those muscles and the chain and the, the fascia, the fascial lines change how everything works. So we've just taken on that and expanded to all the movements and and. You know, we get creative. I was just going to ask you, are you guys still actively creating? Oh, every, all the yeah. time. Yeah, oh, all, shit. all the time. Oh, That's okay. so cool, man. So, so is it like every once in a while one dude comes over, bro, check this oh, one. Yeah, sure. Check this shit it's out. We got the dumpy squat, right? Yeah. I was just, squat. Dennis, I created the squat mess, dicking around at the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we all talk about with squatting, you know, creating ground force. And, uh, you know, the object, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going, well, Jesus, okay, you got, you're, you're either back loaded or front loaded. You got this object or you're deadlifting and you're picking stuff up off the ground and you're trying to lift and fight gravity, right? So you're trying to teach the body to move upwards, not down, right? And you're getting that push off the platform of of the floor. But I was thinking, well, okay, what if I take this stick, put it into the top of the door jam and push up on it? and force and fight against that upward force. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I stood there and put it in the door and I just took my hands and I pushed up <clears throat> everything, and I just went, since that engagement, I just all went, Oh my God. Down. I looked at my wife and went, Holy shit. And then I said, okay, well now, and then I started squatting it and I just pushed up as hard as I could all the way up and all the way down. And I just went, Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, our, I just was our like, squat. Now, my deep <laughs> squat is always, was always been good before. Uh, but then having people that had never been in a deep squat yeah. and you, you lock that in and they get to a range of motion, they look at you and go, are you kidding me? Yeah. They get down there and they're fully engaged and they're fully engaged right? the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, gotcha. You know? Cause they're like, holy shit. I've, right. never, I've never broken parallel before in my life. Wow. You know? And they're getting down there and they're creating and they're keeping extension. Mm-hmm. So you they're keeping that chest up because they're pushing up. And as they're pushing up into the door, that chest stays up. You get that thoracic extension. And, uh, yeah, it was just creating those things, just thinking about principles of movement and going, okay, how can I expound on this, you know, and uh, create something more out of it. 
So, you know, for hockey personally, you know, looking at, uh, you know, trainers like Scott Simmons up in Canada and um, looking at their principles of movement, the exercises they do, and then saying, okay, they load with weight with, you know, dumbbells and sandbags and things and then go, okay, well, what if I took the stick, pushed upwards and created that same movement? And then you got something completely different. Completely different. Right. So the one gentleman that I train that I play hockey with, he told me the other day, he's like, okay, I've got a, my slap shots actually way too high now because I'm getting more rotation, more force. And my, my shots are going above the net. And he's like, and secondly, I'm skating faster. So now, I'm over skating everything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not a that's bad a horrible thing. problem. Yeah, that's a horrible yeah. problem. You've made me Oops. way too efficient, yeah, right? bro. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. funny because Rich is like, like I'm, I'm skating Dennis. faster. Yeah, it's like, He's like, I've got to like, he goes, I keep over skating stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, now you got to slow the game down. <laughs> right. That's not a bad thing. Right. You know, it's better to have to slow the game down than just be struggling to keep up with everything. Right. So yeah, it's been fascinating to see the results from mm-hmm. when we take all these applications and we create new things and we just go, man, oh my goodness. And it's like you said earlier, oh, hey, look, check this out. Look, yeah. I just, oh, this is awesome. You know, now would you, uh, and would you recommend it to the average person more as something uh, that they would incorporate uh, pre-workout or taking like a full hour, like you would a yoga class or something like that? I know both have its benefits, but where, where would you prescribed with say somebody who's you know interested or listening right now like oh this looks like something i'd want to get involved in or do uh, i personally would even say you know just take a small sample mm-hmm. let's integrate a couple things here and there in your workout that way you get the little tease yeah and you go wait a second what was that yeah you know oh my and then you know because a lot of people are like oh, an hour hour and a half you know if we do the 90 minute class so if you with us integrating them into the programs you just hear a little here a little there you know, yeah, just like that drug dealer. Just like, give, you, give you that little tease, <laughs> yeah. okay? And now we got you look, right? Back. And then they're like, oh, "Okay, I want more, I want more, I want more." You know, play just the tip. I like it. Just yeah. give them just, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. Don't pound them, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. a little bit, yeah. and then get a little bit the and yeah. caress it. Yeah. So, yeah. I got you. Yeah. So uh, tell me, okay, now we got to kind of shift gears here and, and talk shit. Awesome. Because that's what we do on this show. <laughs> we <my> talk <laughs> shit. What? Like, okay, so just, just being from some, a similar mindset as me, okay, what what would be, like, maybe the, the most frustrating thing that you see in the gym? I want to start with athletes, like, uh, maybe as far as, like, training athletes. Like, what's, what's something that you guys could think of that – pisses you off like, like habits what, like, some, like habits you got to break them out of or something not, or? not just with the athletes but the trainer training them like what's uh, you know uh, something that that you see constantly started. no i wanted to get you started that's why i said that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well first off nowadays i mean athletes are just lazy uh, you know they're freaking yeah, entitled true. little bitches honestly <laughs> um but i i think like with a lot of the trainers out there everyone's trying to act like they're an expert you know, and you walk around any gym, any place and like, oh, I got you, bro. I'll make you a better athlete. And and then you look at what they're doing. You're like, that has nothing to do with their sport. <laughs> that has nothing to do with movement, you know, and it, it's either uh, maybe they'd go through a bodybuilding routine. A bodybuilding routine is not going to help an athlete. Mm-hmm. It, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to get hypertrophy, but hyper- hypertrophy doesn't mean you're going to be powerful. It doesn't mean you can move. Right. Um, or the opposite end, someone's just trying to crush an athlete. Well, that's not what they need. Mm-hmm. They need to be healthy. They need to move better. You need to take into account like, 
how many days and how many hours are they practicing? Are they playing their sport? Are they playing multiple sports during the week, you know? Um, or are they this stupid shit that goes on nowadays and you're, you're playing one sport year round? Mm-hmm. Which I just don't agree with. You You know, you're just, you're killing them. You're ruining That's them. That's the trend, right? That's I remember the trend. talking to you yeah. about that. Yeah. That's the trend kids. now. And I what, do you think, mean, what do you mean so by that? Like an athlete playing in one sport year round? Well, they, they make it like hard for you to either A, get a starting spot if you're right. not playing with that team. Like It's a money round. thing. Yeah. It, it, it's it's uh, all become about the money. So it's like, oh, you need to specialize by like fucking seven years old. You know, oh, my little Johnny's got to play just soccer all year round if you want to make it. You're like, really? Play another sport and well, get better, become a better athlete. The parents think every every parent thinks their kid is going to yeah, be the kid's in the EPL soccer. All right, oh, I got the next Lionel Messi. I got even, the next LeBron James. And you can't even <laughs> kick a ball. <laughs> this no, is you your don't. sports guy over no, here, by the don't. way, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you don't. Do you understand <laughs> yeah. that your your child has a one in fifteen thousand chance yeah. of just getting a college scholarship? Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. And yeah. we're not even going beyond that. Right. That's just to get a college scholarship. You may as well buy him a lottery ticket every day of his right. life. Right. Pretty, yeah. pretty much, yeah. right? He's got a better shot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So and that's a lot of it. They, that is, a is lot the of parents it. are like, oh, they're they're good at baseball, so let's get play them year round. And uh it's you've got to have that diversity. You've yeah. got to give your brain something else to to adapt to now that that being said do you guys uh is this a battle you have with the parents i mean oh all we, the time uh, is that something that you guys all the time and you know how do you handle that you know, i mean that's, yeah because i tell you them straight us. up yeah. yeah i mean i'm you guys see me i'm pretty straightforward and pretty blunt at times and i'll tell them it's just a stupid ass idea <laughs> um you know yep. if you want you want him to be better or her to be better like they've got to recover they they need to become a better athlete they, they need to, and you're wasting money, frankly. Like, I think that's the other problem is a lot of these coaches are just bastards and just trying to take people's money. And, and it's not about the kids anymore. It's not about, you know, they're taking the fun out of sports. When you're younger, it should be fun. Yeah. You know, get serious down the road when you know you've got a shot. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with being competitive. You know, get on the field and be competitive. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, end all, say all, and then and be all. But, like, all the travel stuff, all the... You know, all of that realm, you know, it, it's all about the money now. So it's like, like you said, Justin, earlier, it's almost a threatening, well, if you don't pay for this season, if you don't do this stuff, like, oh, I don't know if you're going to be on the team anymore. I don't know about your starting job. And, and but you know what? Screw that shit. Realistically, we all know if you're good, you're yeah. playing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're the fucking stud and, and they're not going to be like, no, sorry, man, you're not playing. <laughs> you today. miss Winter yeah. League. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, I've been a part of travel stuff and we, we, you know, flew kids in from from SoCal, from other areas to pitch, you know, and you're like, yeah, tell me like this kid didn't pay a freaking dime and other people are paying, you know, thousands of dollars to play and you're flying him in. So, you know, you got a freaking ringer out there on the mound yeah, uh, and, and so many of that happens all over the board. So it's it's this money thing. It's the, you know, parents, their pipe dream that their kid's going to yeah. be the next star. Well, um, so as far as parents go, like, I mean, what would your advice out. be? Okay. Because yeah. I remember stay on the sidelines yeah. and, and, and let us all do our jobs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, I totally agree with that. I was just, I remember a conversation I had with Dennis about, um, like, a lot of kids really getting into, like, lacrosse because parents don't know shit about lacrosse. Right. They, right? I got them. They, they can't tell me to, how to play now. They don't have yeah, to exactly. deal with their dad right. or their mom afterwards going, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why don't you do this? They took it up because they don't have to listen to that. Because <laughs> they had fun with it. Right? And yeah. they had fun. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the reason why you're seeing memberships go up in, in more obscure sports. That's because funny. then kids in a way are like, thank 
God, my dad doesn't yeah. know anything about this sport. <laughs> so so learn he can't curly. say shit yeah. to me yeah. about it, right? <laughs> and for once, I can just go out there and just be myself and play. Right? Wow, that's funny. You know? that, now, that would be the advice to kids, I think. You know, get involved in an obscure sport. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like Seth Jones uh, of the Nashville Predators. You know, his dad was Popeye Jones, NBA player, all pro, right? Yeah. So Popeye's kid, it, it, they're, they're living there, and he starts taking up hockey. You know, and his dad's like, really? Fuck? Hockey? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know this. Like, yeah. I play in the NBA. What are you talking about? <laughs> and his dad's foreign like. Foreign language. His dad's like, okay. And here his kid gets drafted in the first round of the NHL draft. Yeah. And he's Damn. an anchor. And he's going to be a stud for the next 14, 15 years. Right. But now, did he pick that sport because his, he, his dad is expecting him to play basketball? Maybe. Who knows? I, I've never, you know, it'd be interesting to ask him, why did you pick hockey? You know, is that just something that was different? And that was a major, you know, that was a big reason of why you took it, why you played that. So you guys would be interesting to talk to you about this. I always like discussing, especially with somebody that has uh, sports knowledge and then um, in the backgrounds you guys have. You want to talk with, about Tom Brady, huh? No, I don't. No, no, no. I actually <laughs> He's got lovely hair. Let's go there. I, 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 I want to He's talk beautiful. to you guys about uh, your theories and thoughts on like semantotypes with, with sports and stuff like that. Like how much of a factor do you guys feel that is with, um, you know, a kid finding that sport? I mean, we're talking about right now a kid choosing a sport for the love and the passion and have fun. But what about like body types? You know, when you have um, oh, good point, you know, good like, point. I don't think people look at that enough. Honestly, we come across some and they're like, oh, I want to play this sport. I'm going to be this this position. I got a kid right now. I'm going to be the quarterback. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Like maybe you <laughs> here's, should your reality check. here's your reality check. And I, I, I constantly no, I'm going to be it. And so, you know, I'm always fucking with them like. Well, then why do you always tuck your head when I get after you? Like the quarterback, everybody's looking at you. You know, you're you're picking. He wants to be a quarterback and a pitcher. The two positions that everybody freaking looks at. Right. It's mm-hmm. always on you. And he's mm-hmm. always shying and hiding away. And I'm like, you're short and stubby. You don't move that well. You might be able to throw a little bit, but I'm like, have you ever thought of maybe be a fullback? Your dad was a fullback. And all of a sudden your dad, your dad's a quarterback coach. Like, when was he ever a quarterback? When right. is, what does he know about that? But the dad's big. I'm like, you got the body type of a fullback or something. You can still get the chicks if that's what it's all about. (laughs) You're still going to be on the football team. You're still going to get some. You know, yeah. maybe not the top ones, but hey, there you go. Yeah. You're also ugly. Leftovers. Uh, oh, hey. But it's like use your body type. Your body type's meant to freaking plow some people over, run through some people, not not be the little, you know, not be Tom Brady. Well, I'm glad you said that because I feel like that's uh, um, a lot of parents, a lot of people in general just are not educated on that to realize. I mean, myself, I wasn't growing up. I didn't know that my parents uh, shit didn't work out or any of that. I wasn't obviously wasn't where I was at now. So I played I played basketball. I played football. I played a lot of sports that. Um, I didn't realize how good I probably would have been as a swimmer. And I remember, I'll there never forget yeah. the first time I hopped in a pool, an Olympic pool to race somebody, how fast I was. And Ned, with no training, right. yeah. no right. nothing, just had this natural gift. And it was like, well, when you think about it, when you look at my body type, I've got this oh, yeah. narrow waist, skinny yeah. long yeah. legs, yeah. You're, you were built big, huge it. wide w- and a huge wingspan. It's like, yeah. I was yeah. built to built do to this. Be and I place. wish, God, imagine if someone would have told me that That's or true. got me in that when I was an early age and, yeah. and actually like fostered that a bit. And like, he still could be wearing mankinis. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, he, he's almost there on stage anyway. <laughs> right. I, just, I just think that, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. 
know, I think I'm, I don't, I'm not a parent yet, but I know when I have a kid, I think that's something that I would, I would look at, like, you know, the way my, my kid is structured, I'd want to try and teach him sports probably that are probably, you know, conducive to what his, his body type yeah, is. Not that he, I would tell him, no, you can't play this. Right. Can't, try but, it. But yeah. I think it's, again, goes back to have them play multiple sports, have them try right. everything and see what they see like. They one, excel at and too. see if they right. excel at, and yeah. they, they might find their, their home, you know, like, I think that's the problem. A lot of people are like, uh. They see something on TV and they're like, oh, I'm going to play this sport. You know, I'm going to be the next soccer soccer stud and have my, you know, haircut and do all this and start the news hair trend. But you're like, That's your endurance about, huh? sucks. <laughs> like you, you, you can't run, <laughs> you can't miles, run a mile. and miles. <laughs> yeah, you can't run a mile. You know, the, uh, the, the competitive soccer game, you're running anywhere from three all to seven miles. All you do is run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, that's why, you know, soccer, I, I went away from that around junior high. Like, it's too much fucking running. It's all running. Man. <laughs> I, was I was good at it, but I'm like, I don't want to run this yeah. much. I just want to sprint. I know. I was like, I, I went from football to rugby, and I oh, was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, dude, I was dying. Non-stop, right? Non-stop, right? It was, it's like soccer and hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it manly, was awesome. Manly soccer. Man, yeah, man soccer. Oh, yeah. Rugby's awesome. Yeah, lose teeth and all that sport. shit. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was it was great, but it was just, I was so gassed out, just running and running and running and running. You know, there's no no breaks. There's no times where you're, oh, I've always, water. Yeah, I've always know, said rugby players are so, under, so underrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we, when people look at the level of athleticism, yeah. Nobody ever talks about rugby. It's true. Very you're true. Like, Go out and play it just once and then <laughs> oh, tell, dude. then tell me how manly of a sport it is. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's right there. You know, um, Aussie rules. Football is pretty good. You know, that's, uh, there's, uh, Irish sport called curling. Uh-huh. Uh, the or hurling, sorry. I was gonna say um, curling, hur- no, yeah. hurling. Not, and not the drinking Irish sport of hurling, uh, actual hurling. And when you watch these guys, it's field hockey to a whole different level. Oh yeah. And you see these guys with this ball and this wooden stick, and they're sprinting and they're dribbling it, which means they're just hitting it up and playing like a paddle. With like a little tiny curl yes, into this like right? wooden and stick. And in one move, yeah, this guy ridiculous. will take it and go. Boom, and he'll send it literally 30 yards down the field. And I'm not shitting you. The other guy literally takes it with the stick. <laughs> and I like oh, what? Like I stopped it. I rewound it. And I'm like, yeah. did I just fucking see that? And I'm like, holy shit. I wow. mean, the eye-hand coordination. I mean, this these guys are they're not stopping. They're still in full run. And I'm just like, oh my God. But you don't they actually have a hurling club up in San Francisco. Yeah, wow, that's a small I'm gonna have to one. check yeah. that out. Hey, don't yeah. you find it funny though how like a bunch of nerdy trainers, I guess, when you see shit like that, how fascinating oh, become. Yeah. Like, somebody oh, else yeah. sees a sport like that, and they're like, yeah. "This is boring," right? They move yeah, over, right. like, "Dude, did you just see what he was capable right? of doing?" Right <laughs> you know what that would take to be able to do that? <laughs> and it's funny because when uh, you know, like when I I do that when I'm at hockey games. You know, I'll watch little movements and I'll go. See, I I find hockey. Right? I'm a diehard hockey right? fan, and I and think I'll just, hockey is. Just, I'll see little shit and I'll go, man, that what a great move. And people uh, around me are like, what are you talking about? Well, because it happens so happened? fast. And you're like, unless yeah. you know what the hell they're yeah. doing, right? You're like, you just don't understand how yeah. much how much skill that just took to, be, to accomplish yeah, that. They, they look so under control. I'm like, could you imagine? They're on little, right? little yeah. thin yeah. skates yeah. on ice. Skating yeah. on ice Constantly is hard enough to right? at, at, yeah. at those speeds to yeah. to be able to to do the things yeah. they do and, and make it look so so flawless. Right? It's, oh. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. While you're getting nailed too, why someone's, yeah. someone's yeah. hitting you with a stick or elbowing you at the same time, like, dude, it's and it's amazing. Yeah, being a trainer, it's fantastic, and no, and and looking at people's movements and, and realizing the skill level that people have. You know, it's always funny because we always joke about how when we're at sporting events and you see the worst professional player 
is worlds better than you could ever imagine yeah. being. Right. And they're awesome at other sports right. too. Right. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, remember, remember, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah. I'll, I'll never forget. Me and that Adam game. both played, um, we played a couple of 49ers yeah. and we played just this pickup basketball game, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Like one of the fucking defensive linemen. Well, half of them. He shoots from over half court and just drains. <laughs> oh, dunking the ball. Remember that shit? Some and then dunking. Yeah, everybody was dunking and draining pounds, from half Samoan court. Some guy jumping up, dunking yeah. the ball. Yep, yep. And literally, and like, I had to guard him, three, dude. Three strides, he'd be, he'd be out in front of yeah. you. You're just. You know, and you're not even talking about like your super superstar guys. No, you're t- no. Some of these guys were second string guys that were and messing around. Just Alley so athletic, over the top was, of us. Oh, and, dude. And we're all basketball. I played basketball my whole life, and I'm just yeah. getting. Oh, and these guys aren't even basketball players, but the athleticism is just. But they're that. They're like those one percenters. Yeah, that's it. Know? It's like they're, they're playing at a whole a whole another speed. You know, a whole well, another speed. JJ, another speed. JJ, what? Ice skates. Yeah. The fucking scores on uh, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, we, there's that the YouTube ice skates? clip. I showed yeah. yeah, we oh, saw man, that. Uh, when JJ Watt went in and scored on Damn. was it Devin Dubnik or whatever? Yeah, that's a scary what? <laughs> fucking like three hundred pound man, <laughs> dude. I love JJ Watt. Yeah. But when oh, I, I saw that. I was like, he's like my favorite. Yeah, dude. dude. Oh, I'm like, dude. you are the man. We, like, Dennis and, and I watched that together. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he's like, and I'm like. <laughs> what? Did, I'm like, you're like what? that's unreal. That's unreal. Yeah, I'm like, you, you gotta be kidding. Do you remember when they played his? Uh, I think it was during the combat. Was it during the combat when they played his uh, jumping out of the pool? Oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. So, it's and you've so, seen other guys do. We've yeah, seen different right. different men. But when you get a big ass dude like that, uh, that's a whole nother level. It's yeah. a force of nature. It's a whole yeah. level. It is. You know, that's that's what's so crazy. That's it is. It is a whole different level. And, and it's funny. It goes back to what you said too. Everyone everyone sees that you think your kid's going to be this or be that. You're just, yeah. <laughs> these kids are like yeah. Yeah. special. Yeah. Your kids yeah. going against yeah. that, dude? No. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not I mean, happening. LeBron James when he was it's a freaking nature. Twelve was a. I mean, people yeah. people knew he was playing against yeah. grown men at that point. You know, as good as you may think, you like you you see a kid in your area, you go, man, that kid's really good. But yeah. then when you see that kid, yeah. you just know you go, no, that kid yeah. is really yeah. good. Well, how how much do you think then? Like, say somebody goes through a, a really solid training program, and you know they they train for strength, they train for power, they train for speed. Like, how much of that will take them into like a professional realm? Like, can can that actually? You know, what do you think the percentage is? Oh, I'll take anybody. No, yeah, <laughs> you got You got to be born with enough. You have right. to have enough natural ability, coordination, and skill. I mean, you know, what we'll tell anybody is I, I can make you a better athlete. I can make anyone faster. I can make anyone jump higher, hit a ball harder, throw faster, you know, Neil, make someone hit a golf ball further, you know, Dennis with hockey. I mean, any sport, we can make someone better, but you can't make anybody a pro. They've right. got to yeah. have that. you got to have something there. I think yeah, that's I, such I, a, I totally this agree. is such a great debate because I think so many people attribute to – you know, steroids now in the industry and all this stuff like that in sport, pro sports. Steroids doesn't make you an athlete. Right. And, and, and I, I feel like people just don't understand Ooh, that. about steroids. Well, it, it is. It's it's what people don't realize is how far we are with training and science and understanding yes. the body. And now what you're seeing now is, and then people starting to find some, how important is some types. I mean, LeBron James was built to do what he does and he trains like a motherfucker. So you take these guys that were already genetically gifted and then now they're training to the peak performance. And they're obsessive. Yeah, right. that's right. their that's, one thing that they do. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. we're, now we're seeing this this freakish type. I mean, when you watch like 
click on and you watch football, basketball, golf, baseball, anything, and then you click and you watch it 40 years ago, the sport, it just looks like it's at four times the speed. Yeah. And a lot of people think that's because all the drugs and all the PEDs and bullshit. Science. Is, yeah, it's science. It's what we've what we've learned, the body types and what we can do to it and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it, it's the science, it's evolution. I mean, we're just learning more, learning to move. Um, but you know, you say steroids or any of these PEDs, well, they're, they're, you know, a performance performance enhancer. Well, so is the right training, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, some's not, so some's going to decrease yeah. it. So is eating, you know, actually eat some real freaking food. Yeah. Don't eat all this crap. Don't eat all, you know, everything from that's packaged and McDonald's and all that. Eat some real healthy food, food that's going to rot, food that's going to die, food that's got nutrients that's going to increase your performance. You know, there's all these different levels of uh, performance enhancements, but it's it's the people who have the genetic capabilities and then add the enhancements on top of it. They're going to soar. They're going to be, you know, mm-hmm. heads above everybody. I don't even, I, I don't even, it's, it'd be, the vast majority of people don't even give a shit. Yeah. Oh, I so-and-so agree, yeah. got busted for steroids. Right. And so? who gives a shit? Well, it's because, shit. I think it's because it's we're, crazy where we're coming right now. Right now it's becoming though. more, yeah. more, more, more obvious. You know? I mean, which, here you got, I, I, I just had this, someone and I uh, were debating this and uh, this is my take on it. So if you took uh, an MMA fighter and you've got their, the 205 class, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them is somebody who is naturally meant to be a 170, 180 pound fighter who's juiced up to a 205 versus the all natural guy who's cut down to, to make the 205 weight who wins in that, you know, if they're evenly, evenly built, right? And everything. I, I think the guy who is naturally, naturally built for that built weight, body built yeah. for that weight is is actually at an advantage yes. you know because of because that's what his body is it's built for to move like built for it's built to and move that body he carries it around to get to that point. artificially right exactly. right yeah. Yeah. and there's yeah. just some things that you can't artificially change inside the body to run at that so no. i think that's what people do and, pe- and more and more people are starting to kind of put that together and understand i don't think at, obviously at our level and stuff like that as trainers and stuff but I think more and more are starting to, to figure it out that it's not as, as much as everybody thinks is the yeah. answer or what, what yeah. separates the rest of us from the pros is, oh, they're on all the drugs. They're on yeah. all the steroids. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. laugh at that shit. I yeah. mean, Alex Rodriguez was a Hall of Famer before. He was a Hall of Famer before. He stuck before. a needle in his ass. Barry whatever, Bonds was a Hall of Famer before. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer Roger Clemens was a Hall of Famer before. Barry Bonds Mark was Mark McGuire. A, yeah, Bar- Barry Bonds was a 400-400 guy before he ever did anything. So do you guys have you the know? same? I See, my heart goes out to all these guys that, that because they were the front end of it i feel bad that they, oh no doubt that their their names have been drugged through the yeah. mud because they're the first ones to get busted I'm, with all the, of it the fun the guys that i make fun of are the guys like uh uh what's his name from rafael palmero yeah who literally sits there and goes i did not take steroids <laughs> yeah. and you're like just say you <laughs> just did say you did and everyone would have forgot it's, like it's Pettit. laughable right? and yeah. andy pettit said yeah i took him yeah. No one talks yeah. about and him anymore. Went, Great, cool. good for oh, you. Right. And nobody gave yeah, a shit. They loved him. They're like, yeah. good for you, Andy. And nobody gave a shit. Right. It's the people that literally sit there and defiantly go, "No, I did not take him." And then you realize, then they're like, "Oh, you took him." Yeah, it's more commendable. Now you look like yeah, an ass. Just, yeah, right. yeah. just own it. If you just did something, it. just fucking own it. Just right. own it. Say, "Yeah, I took him." Great. great. Okay, boy. let's move along. I mean, I'm a huge baseball guy, and and I think all those top guys they should be in. Yeah. You know, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Yeah, taking the steroids doesn't mean you can hit a ball. 
Yeah. Doesn't mean you're going to throw over 90 miles an hour. Bullshit. You know, yeah. people think, oh, they, they throw 90, 100 mile an hour. They must be on steroids. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, all oh, the guys hitting home runs must be on steroids. You know what? Maybe you'll hit the ball a little further. Yeah. You were still going to hit a home run before it. Now it's just a little more impressive. Yeah. But it's still hand-eye coordination. Yeah, it's not changing it's mechanics. that. Yeah. It's yeah. mechanics. Dude. It's being efficient through there. You know, it's it's most of these guys are taking steroids. You know, people don't understand baseball, 162 game season. It's a fucking long season. Right. They're taking more of it to recover. recover yeah. yeah. You know, to keep say, going. It's for like the old guys, you know, still yeah, trying you know, to stay in the league. I, I see that a lot more now. Yeah, like you're I, seeing a lot I, more. I kind of don't blame them. You know what I mean? It's like, but you, you still got to train. It's like thing. shit. I mean, what happens if you just take steroids and you don't train? You're well, I, be just, a fat yeah. fuck. I was just going to say, you know, what would probably open more people's eyes. If everybody who was in like in a gold's gym got steroid tested and they found out like, fuck 90% of the people in here on roids and nobody looks like it. Exactly. Exactly. Holy shit. I guess it's not as much as it's cracked. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just think it's the easy, you know, the easy ticket. But you, you still got to work. Oh, you still yeah, got to right. put in the work. Yeah. You still got to lift the weights. You still got to go to the gym. Children, we're not condoning steroids, by right. the way. No, we're not. Podcast. You know, no. It's just, it's just. They know that. Nobody, no, no, we keep it real here. That's yeah. why I mean. Uh, it doesn't it's... make your dick smaller. <laughs> <laughs> your balls might shrivel your balls up while you're on it. But yeah, but yeah I like just, I said, the, the big dangly balls. The big dangly balls. Whatever. Just admit that you did it. Nobody cares. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. No, so you guys just went to that uh, that conference. I wanted you guys to kind of talk about that a little bit, the IDEA uh, conference, and, and kind of what, what what kind of feedback did you guys get with the stick mobility, and maybe like uh, some other cool, innovative uh, things in the fitness world you saw. Uh, the, I think the breakthrough for us was um, we we have a different approach with stick mobility. We're we're not coming in and saying, look, we have the best system. We're better than every other modality you're gonna find. We we we're coming in saying, look, we can make your modality better. We can we can act. We can really come in and work with you. And if someone loves kettlebells, we can make them better with the kettlebells. Enhance it. So. We can enhance it with the slack line. Uh, so when we were seeing people with like the core sticks from Mike Kadar and and uh, the flex line machine that we just saw, you know, we were. Th- our first thoughts were, oh, how do we incorporate, integrate uh, stick mobility with this with this machine or this system? Mm-hmm. You know, how can we make them blend the two together? So there's a lot of partnership uh, that we that we would love to be able to do. You know, we're not coming in saying, okay, well, your system sucks and we just kick ass. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's very complimentary. To it, very systems, much so. Yeah. You know, so and that's the, and we we were privileged enough to uh, meet Kyle Brown from uh, he does the ESPN Empower Hour, and uh, he's the one. You know, he said he goes, "You guys are coming in with a totally different approach that uh, most of these people have never had before." You know, most of these people are thinking, "Okay, what do you what are you trying to take over?" You know, right. mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to butt in on our on our thing. And it's like, no, you know, we can make it a little bit better. We can enhance it. I love that attitude. It's very similar to the philosophy that the right. uh, the three of us trainers have on Mind Pump is that, you know, it, we're not trying to say that this is the answer and don't do this or don't do that or ours is better. Our way is better than your way or anything like that. It's like There's always lots of ways. Yeah, that's everything that we release are always guides. And you know, we want to educate you and inform you on like these are different modalities and different ways to do things and different different approaches towards your overall goal. You know, it's not the answer or the right, way. There's so, no one way with the Which body. I feel like a lot of trainers are. 
Totally. I feel like that's yeah. the way that's the way you You're make wrapped it into one dogma. You, and yeah, like, you make you make a name stayed. for yourself, and then you make this cookie cutter whatever it is, whether it be a program. Cookie cutter. Yeah. They, they stay in the box. They just they limit themselves. Yeah. You know, it's like get outside of the box. There's lots of stuff out there. There's lots of ways that we can enhance someone, whatever they're trying to do, or make something better. It, I firmly believe if you're a good trainer, you're a good strength coach, you could be put in any situation, any gym, anywhere outside and find a way to make someone better. You know, we walk around with the ultimate tool all the time, our body. Mm-hmm. If that's all you got, fuck, we can find a great way to enhance everything and, and get a killer workout, enhance performance, you know, improve uh, movement and mobility. But now if you just give us tools, well, that just can make us even better. But you should be able to use anything. If anything's out there, I mean, grab, grab a fucking boulder. Right. Yeah. You know, grab a log and we could we could do something. Find a tree, climb, run, sprint, jump. There's lots of stuff you can do. So if if you're limited like, oh, I got to be in this gym. I got to be in Gold's gym with the, these thousands of pieces. Like, well, then you probably suck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, amen. I, th- I think a lot of us trainers when we first started, I mean, that was one of the things I used to pride myself on is just give me a little corner. It's all I need. Yeah. Give, me, give me a little right. corner. If I, it's all I need, I'll put it together. You know what I'm saying? Isn't we'll that how it. like we all were treated at 24? It we was. had like this one little tiny corner. I remember just being pinned against like the windows. I, you know, that's <laughs> why I got like dumbbells. I really felt like if you, made, if you made it in that atmosphere, like you ended up being good. You know what I'm saying? Because you had to figure that out. You, yeah. you were forced right. to evolve and like, well, fuck, everything's taken. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm yeah. It looks like I, I got about a Very six by six area. You know, if you got it, you get in a busy gym and you, you, you have a plan or a program and then everything's taken. Well, the shit goes out the window. Right. Yeah. What's what's your next approach? How can you still do your follow your same plan with something else? Right. You know, and a funny story is before leaving Ray, leaving Built Tough when we were there, we kind of got coined as the back trainers. We were the back. The guys in the back. The back guys uh, in the back room. In the back. <laughs> Everybody used to be like, uh, Oh, you mean the ones helping for, everyone get better? I, I, I'm looking for Neil. the guys that don't need all this uh, shit up yeah, here. The people yeah. come in. Uh, is Neil here? Is Dennis here? Is Mitch here? Yeah, they're in the back. Oh, you mean the back they're trainers? The, back. the guys in the back. We were like the Rosa Parks. Yeah. We're like stuck in the back. Gym. <laughs> it was like shit. Oh, well, shit. when there's room to come up front and someone's not posing in this area or doing something <laughs> or hogging up the machine for an hour, well, right. we'll use some of Taking it. Taking selfies now. You shit, know, you guys left like being right in a squat, that, right? being yeah. in a squat rack doing freaking bicep curls. You're like, really, bro? Can you freaking squat or deadlift or do some <laughs> compound movement? Right. You know, or we go in the back and we'll use kettlebells. We'll use something else. Yeah. But. Put us anywhere, like you said. Put us in a corner. Give us a little five by five, ten by ten box, and we'll still do what we need to do. Right. Yeah, I used to spend like you sit there when you when you first start and you and you get all this stuff and you start going, okay, I got this client. We'll do this, 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 and this. This client, and then the day the next day rolls around and they show up and they're like. Oh, they did this and this is bothering me and this is and you're like, okay, well, scratch that and <laughs> get rid of that and can't do this and then you're like what the hell am I doing this shit for? You know, cause that's what you're indoctrinated with. Yeah. You're, you're like, you just set this up and then you're just like, okay, well half the shit I plan, I can't do, right? you know, or, or this, or you, the equipment's taken and you can't use this. And then you're like, okay, you're going to stand there for 15 minutes while somebody else uses it until you, you know, you're like, no, nope, well, nope, we've got to stay there here. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we've got to stay here. You see yeah, a trader yeah, do that. Right? Oh my Sit God. there and wait. They're like, just nope. waiting and waiting. Yeah. And you're like, bro, go, almost fuck, done. go do something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, man. This is in the program. This is yeah. the next thing. <laughs> yeah. We will not deviate. With the clipboard. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, it's okay. You're going to need to deviate. It's about, it's, yeah, it's about improvising. It's about being exactly. able to change on the fly. I think yeah. that's a great point to bring it. Like we, we were asked a question. We, we take a lot of questions and answers and stuff on the show. And, and that was, I remember one of those questions were like, 
what what do you learn that you didn't learn in your certification and like from the textbooks? Everything. Yeah, it's like little stuff <laughs> like that. Like it just it's so many things. Like you do have to be on your feet. You got to be quick. You got to come up with something. You got to keep it entertaining. You got to you know educate them. You got to talk about their food. You know, it's like all this shit that you're not just going to be able to write down and program, and it's all going to work out exactly how you thought. The books give you the information, but they just don't teach you when you get into the real life situation yeah. and you're sort of shell shocked the first, you know, a little bit, you're like, Oh shit. Uh, and then you're God, like, how bad were we in the beginning? Yeah. Right. And then you're like, that. Oh, let me refer back <laughs> to the book. Does the book, does the book tell me something about this? No, the book doesn't say shit about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is something you just got to learn. I can't find the answer in this book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it though. How many trainers and we probably all did it. You get your first certification. You're like, I'm a fucking badass. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Oh, all. Yeah. Right. It's I know it all. You're like, I mean, really, what can you learn in freaking? 10 hours, eight hours, 16 hours in a weekend. Right. Yeah. And you get these people and they're like, man, I, they walk in. This might look like I'm walking You're like doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then maybe, you know, in the beginning it was like, I'm going to use every piece of equipment in this gym. I'm going to look cool. Because I can. Because I can. Or I'm, I'm going to be the one that knows how to use them all. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? This is stupid. You know, but then you just, you learn over time. I think that the, the best teacher is experience. You you got to get in and you got to live in the trenches yeah. and, and you got to do it. You know, the, I learned kinesiology in school. You know, we go and spend all this money on a college education. Everyone asked me about that. I'm like, I learned everything outside, mm-hmm. you know, afterwards. That that was basics. You know, I mean, that was. Give you your bone structure. Yeah, right? that was, yeah. you know, me learning, your learning vocabulary. the body and some vocabulary <laughs> and, you know, and, and then yeah. it was like. Then I spend my money every year. All of us, you know, every year we go out and spend on education, on what we want, on on things we're going to really learn and, and something that can teach us things that actually we can apply. So it, the learning really comes in application. Mm-hmm. You know, go go read a book, go take a certification, go do something, you know, watch some videos. Then you got to go learn how to actually apply it. Yeah. You know, if, if you can't apply it, you don't understand. Hundred percent. What do they say? We just talked about this the other day. Eight thousand or ten thousand hours before you consider an For expert. Sure. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. Sure. Ten thousand. Ten thousand yeah. repetitions to lock something in minimum. Yeah. yeah. You know. So all these people. That's where I went back. Like these people that think they're experts in in training athletes. You're like, you just became a trainer last year, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You've taken one certification and you've trained, you know, five people. Yeah. This is your first but it's athlete. It's a specialty cert, and bro. Yeah, specialty cert. Okay. Well. They, they taught me how to use the ladder. Uh, I could do yeah, hell yeah, shit on yeah. the ladder. Oh, the fucking ladder. I know at least 50 exercises oh, yeah. on the ladder. You know, people be like, speed ladder. It's not a speed ladder. It doesn't teach speed. <laughs> well, I like from the athlete standpoint, we see too many, we see so many trainers are like, oh, I can, can, I can train this athlete and it's all sagittal plane. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you know, they do move transverse. So they don't just go right? they do this gotta go left. They do every, rotate. They gotta go right? left every now and then. You know, they do have to turn, right? And yeah. not one of those athletes is a track athlete. You right? know, the only sport yeah. that you do just run in a straight yeah. line. Right. Well, until you get to a 400, a 200, or something with a turn. There's a little bit of a turn coming But, up. you know, it's like no sports does that. You've got to be able to move and react and change direction. Your best athletes know how to change direction. Right. With and they're speed very and power, and they're yeah. still explosive. They don't have to come to a complete stop like, oh, hit the brakes. I'm going to turn now. You know, everybody, <laughs> yeah. you ready? Here I go. One, two, three, no, go. No, they, they're yeah. running up, yeah. and they're Because they got to count it you, in their head. One, yeah. two, three, four, yeah. five, 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 yeah. go. Yeah. Before you know it, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, or that, that speed expert, and I see, you know, majority of a session all on a ladder. When did you teach them speed? 
<laughs> like at best you're teaching some footwork, you know, maybe a little bit of agility, some, some, you know, coordination, change of direction, like minor, but now you got to put it into work, put it in like real movement patterns, real usage. And, and you're teaching these light little feet, you know, moves out of side speeds, ground force, yeah. produce power yeah, into power, the right. force, Let's into the ground. Unless you're going pro hopscotch. Unless you're going pro Drive through the ground. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're not driving through the ground, you're not producing speed. So stop wasting all the time on a ladder. There it Use is. Use it as a warm up. There you go. See? That's it. Yep. It's a great point. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys want to like uh, talk about any upcoming classes you may have? Like, uh, I know, like, so so we're here local in the, in the Silicon Valley in San Jose. Uh, you guys have had some classes in Campbell. I know that this is definitely something you guys are going to develop further and 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 grow. So this may be something that you know you'll you guys will be able to sort of package up, and maybe trainers will be able to get involved. And we spent uh, the three of us actually spent what about four hours today three about three or four hours today so we're working we're developing our certification Very uh, awesome awesome yeah, so we're getting that uh stick mobility fundamentals certification uh we also we're planning on doing uh performance certification um crossfit certification and then crickets DVD, but we also have DV, dvds, DVDs. Yeah, we're working on the videos. so we gotta start really working on the videos too Cool. Uh, so oh, nice. You guys are doing videos. Yeah, Excellent. the feedback's been fantastic. I mean, the, I wanted that from you guys. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got yeah. some good things in the work. You know, it's going to take time. Hopefully, things take off. I mean, we we want to oh, yeah. be we want to be teaching workshops. We want to be going around taking this national, international, international. But absolutely, you know, starting to teach trainers and gyms and people how to run it, and how to utilize it, get it into CrossFit, help the CrossFit world. Please um, help them. Yes, you know, well, they improve their wad. It's been, um, it's been pretty. <laughs> not, bl- not blow their wad. Oh, yeah. it's hey, pretty, they it's get the stick cool. and then they blow a wad. Yeah, right? I get it. I get it's it. It's pretty you know. cool. Yeah. Uh, the Instagram's Big been blowing jokes. up. Neil and Kevin Steen and those guys, uh, they've been blowing up with the uh, with the Instagram. But to see people from Australia following us and freaking Norway uh-huh. and Spain, and you're like, oh, this is awesome, you yeah. know. There's people from 15,000 miles away interested in what we're doing, you know, and they're really liking it. And the feedback's been fantastic uh, from doctors and physical therapists that have been following us. And all these trainers are like, this is awesome stuff. Well, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited for you guys. And hopefully that we, we stay in contact because, you know, hopefully, I'm sure down the road there's going to be something we can do together. Cause oh, yeah. I we're we're all about collaborating with with like minded fit because there's I feel like there's, there's not a lot of synergy we got to band together, bro. Yeah. When, yeah. when you find when you find another the, one, <laughs> the thing is this is I, I find that every yeah we're I think there's just too much of this oh we're competitors mentality. There there's is room, too much, and it's just too much yeah, of absolutely it. there is. I mean, we have hundreds of million. We have over three hundred million people in the United States that need health and fitness. Uh, the pool is huge. It's oh, a huge, huge ocean. And as many trainers as there are, there's st- we're just still a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the whole grand scheme of things. So, I mean, for us to sit there and say, you know, I need all of it. No, there's such a huge ocean out there. I agree. You know, and to collaborate makes us all stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we can collaborate and, and bring out something that is going to be extremely beneficial for everybody, regardless of age, uh, regardless of what they do, 
that only benefits everybody. Well, especially when you talk about, you know, you talk about us being just a drop. I mean, fit train, there's only a, a very small percentage of us that are personal trainers out there. And then an even smaller percentage that are actually doing, doing, that doing are actually good. good. Yeah. That are doing good. I was, <laughs> yeah, trying, I was, was trying to, it. I was trying to work it. Nice it. Soft dancing around. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right, well, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't like want to, I don't want right. to offend a lot of, a lot of trainers out there that are just getting started and learning. I mean, well, part of why we, well, like I said, we said we sucked in the beginning. It's okay. No, we all You got to learn. You got to put in your, you know, you got to put in your time. You got to own it and and understand that you got to put in time to become good. Uh, There's a lot of trainers out there that, I mean, they should be paying their clients, you know, to work with them, not the other way around. You're like, fuck, you should pay your clients for them to keep coming in, not have them pay you. I always laugh when, (laughs) when uh, the trainer, when the client comes in and the trainer goes, okay, what are we working on today? Right? What, yeah. what, what the? What, what do you what mean? Are you what are, why are you asking them? You're the you're the expert. Dude, I would so oh launch God. you as a trainer if you were for me. Uh, right? Said, but yet these people. Stay I don't know if I've heard that one. Oh, oh never in was, my gym, bro. I was would one, launch your ass. So no, there fast. was one. There was one trainer in particular that we know that that was <laughs> every every client, regardless of who they were, it was the same fucking question. What are we working on today? What are we working on today? Hmm. What the? They're paying you a hundred plus dollars an hour for you to ask them? Are you kidding me? I'd be like, uh, I oh, want let's my- go to the leg extension, back extension. <laughs> We're gonna start here. You're like, is not the same thing you did just did with your last ten people? <laughs> but they would literally walk in and ask, what What are they doing? Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. okay, wow. You're like, that's, that's crazy I mean, that's a new shit. concept to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right? Yeah. You're How like, about we tell them what backwards. we're doing? So, uh, th- I don't know. Those that are listening, you guys, where can um, where can our listeners find you guys? Where Instagram, social media? Where do you tell, yeah, them, uh, tell, you tell can look up Stick Mobility, uh, at Stick Mobility on Instagram. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, the Instagram and Facebook is our main venues right now. Okay. Uh, we have the website up, stickmobility.com. Okay. Uh, Neil is just jamming on the social media, so he has been kicking ass on that, so that's fantastic. Uh, and we have a lot of other things in the works. So DVD certifications and, um, just getting it out there. And over the next two years, we just see a lot of growth potential, Mm. you know? And like I said, the feedback from the trainers that we've worked with has been awesome. And other than, and with other modalities, you just don't get that, you know, you know, you get, you get certain things and people go, okay, I like it. But you know, and then other trainers like, nah, it's not for me. You know, yeah. but you get every trainer that's been in on what, and we've and they spent some time with us and and learning it, and they're just like, "Holy crap, this is insane!" Yeah, I I immediately saw that. You yeah. know, just going through right? your guys' yeah. class. I think if you have half a brain, you do. If you're a well, trainer and you have half a brain, you kind of get it. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but but when you go through it, like it, it really does, like. It, it just triggers something that right. you're like, duh. And it's, it's always the best ideas are always the ones that are most simple, simple, right? Simplistic. You need a stick. That's it. And that's I, the thing. You're yeah. like, it's a stick. It's yeah. a fucking stick. I know. That's yeah. it. I think, uh, <laughs> when we took the teacher certification and, and did a testimonial, I think what I said was this is simplistically brilliant. That's it. Um, because in 20 years, you know, and in 16 and in all of our years, we haven't found anything that's this beneficial to everybody, something that works this well and truly makes a difference. You know, we've used tons of modality. We love all kinds of different things and, and they're great, but they don't touch on everybody. They don't mm-hmm. work to the same same degree. So it was the one thing. That's why we're like, let's just go. Let's run with it. Yeah. This is it. This is that one thing that's a game changer. Um, 
and and we just keep growing with it you know like we talked about before and getting creative i mean even in our class we'll be teaching and kind of come up with something new or a little tweak on it just boom oh shit yeah there you go <laughs> yeah yeah that feels great let's take this in and, and yeah, you just you just run with out. it you know and um i mean it's it's good stuff you know next good project is we're we're gonna uh write a mobility chapter for a certification textbook that's right neil was telling me about so, that that's, so we're that's getting super in there cool. awesome. yeah you know um i mean good things are happening pretty fast mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was a little bit uh, it's been happening in the last well like well weeks, since the idea uh-huh. you know uh you know talking to ncp and mike demore there you know and he offered that to us and we're like oh fantastic yeah you know right but then uh having the guys from spry and and some other groups and they're like this is brilliant they're stuff like, hmm. and uh i mean one guy from the olympic committee he was waiting at the door for us when we left and we we're just like holy shit you guys like, stick mobility he goes you guys stick mobility because i've been looking well, for yes, you guys we are. <laughs> and we're like, yes sir we're like really i mean that's just pretty amazing you're just like holy crap you know it's yeah, cool and then getting uh you know and and getting messages, emails, and, and contact from people that you're just like, holy shit, that's a big mover and shaker in the industry. Yeah. You know, so that's been pretty cool. So. Rad. Well, I'm super excited for you guys. I, I was kind of waiting for, you know, you guys to, to latch on to something that was, you know, going to sort of take you guys to the to the visible public. Uh, because, you know, I know you guys are like real, you're super great trainers and, and uh, I wanted to, to see you guys, you know, get out, get out there and help people. So this is like, one of the best things I think that, uh, I've been able to see in, in the gym and, uh, I expect big things for you guys. So, Oh, we love the, with, uh, it was great. Uh, thank you for having us on, man. Uh, when you said you guys wanted us on your podcast, we were super stoked. Very cool. So we were like, this is awesome. It's fantastic. So they, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we are super excited. So check so. them out at uh, Instagram at Stick Mobility and Facebook Stick Mobility and uh, StickMobility.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.MindPumpRadio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>